Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Trash Delivery. It's daytime. The sun is out. Mm-hmm. In fact, I kind of want to smoke a cigarette. Okay. Uh, well, leave we'll us. Right back. You should leave us in now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just you basically just leave it. Cold open leave dead me. air. Dead air. <laughs> you should just leave like however long the dead air <laughs> it takes. And you get listener at home. You go smoke a cigarette now too. Yeah. And you don't even have to press pause when you're done. Even if you've quit before. Yeah. Uh, if you've never smoked one in your life, get out there. Yeah. Get a pack. Now's the time. Get a pack. We're, we are actually announcing our partnership with American Spirit, and also we did partner with Biden recently, too, via Axios, so we're going to have to navigate that throughout the episode. It might be a little bit of a different episode, but we're trying to make some money off of this now, so all right. Joe Biden will always be your friend. I read it on tape. That's such good stuff. I laid it out. <laughs> this food, is a material. Uh, food, hot, drinks, cold. I appreciate the perspective that, rule I live that by. drinks shouldn't be spicy, I guess, but I'm a, I think I'm a, like a, a spice freak kind of. I have this like karma sauce stuff that is made out of like a bunch of peppers on the side that like I've never heard of. Definitely the type of peppers that you would find if you were a pepper hot sauce artisan oh, like trying to make something that will really get you and i like put that shit on my macaroni and cheese and it makes it a whole fucking adrenaline experience mm-hmm. yeah what about that pepper that homer eats in the simpsons that sends him on a, on a, on a vision quest and he meets johnny cash who's a is a fox i gotta rewatch the simpsons i already forgot it all i remember the episode where he uh becomes looks a country up to, star i looked up the knifey spoony but Oh, yeah, it's a great episode. Yesterday. Bar versus Australia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you see that? <clears throat> that like, that's not, you call that a knife? This is a knife. And then he, Bart's like, that's not a knife, that's a spoon. And you clearly goes, played knifey spoony before. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Did you guys see, uh, transitioning to our news and Twitter bullshit segment, the um, Homer Simpson is like a millennial in the show's canon now? The, yeah, I heard about that. I guess they truly, ju- I mean, they just are... I mean, they don't care in that sense of the fact that people are going to not like that. <laughs> They're just like the people who are currently watching it still are. Don't if know. You're the, none the wiser. Watching, what, how old is Homer supposed to be? 30? Like 38, I think. Canonically, he is now, he would be younger than Bart. Or he, his birthday is now after Bart's uh, when the show started. Right. But like, he's supposed to be one age. Late 30s, early 40s. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, I thought it was like I saw somebody figure it out, and I thought it was like thirty six or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a real age. It's somewhere in the late thirties, I think. They should have had him get old and die. Well, how old's Bart? Ten. And Lisa's eight. eight. The Simpsons wither before us, and the animators are like, "Up, oh, our hands are tied. There's nothing we can do. These guys are getting older. I'm not sure how many seasons we got left in them." Uh, she did it. Oh, hey, that's great. We have a, a little, make sure to put recording. featuring Rock Rocket on this episode. Guys, is there any... Oh, wait. I'm Dustin. I'm Nick. Come on, Kevin. Oh, my God. Sorry, Rock's Rock was licking, licking the, the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket's a cat, by the way. Just so we're yeah. clear, mm-hmm. listener. If this is, may be a first-time listener. Rocket is my little brother. Rocket's a girl. Uh, yeah. He runs around. Misgendering his own cat. Nonverbal. Um, guys, anything 
Anything in the news grab ya? Any of that fun stuff that they beam into our heads to make us think about? Give us little puzzles to turn over and... I don't have news. I got Twitter. Just that multiple people saying that nobody knew that they were lying about the Iraq war when it happened. And if you say you do, you're a liar. Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you, actually, because you said you went to the D.C. protest in 2002. I did. Yeah. Do you got any uh, memories from that? I mean, we drove. We were like, hey, there's going to be a huge protest. And me and two of my buddies drove just all night and went to the protest and then drove home. Nice. And there are a fucking there were more people than I've ever seen in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take it you didn't stop the war though. No, no. Oh, yeah. Was everyone wearing their masks? <clears throat> that would have been a better story. No, this was pre COVID. Yeah, yeah. Right. And we smoked a lot of weed. Are I will guys- say the the most interesting part about it was probably the drive back where they made me drive the whole time. And they were sleeping and I was like dead fucking tired because I'd only slept for like three hours. And uh, I was falling asleep at the wheel. So I decided to smoke a big fat joint because I thought that would wake me up. And it did not. No. Did not. So then I pulled over at a rest area in Ohio. And they have those big complexes with like restaurants and shit in them, right? How old are you? 21. Okay. And uh, yeah, 21. And... uh, Got a cup of coffee and I didn't even drink coffee and the coffee made no difference. Yep. And I was like nodding off, like coming up 75 and I was like, we're almost there. I had that experience driving back from like an animal collective concert in like 2011 (laughs) in Georgia. (laughs) Just like the music of like, like going through my head is my eyes are just like just lights and colors on the road. I was like hallucinating (laughs) like, like animals running across the road in front of me. Similar. It was pretty dangerous and irresponsible in retrospect. Mm-hmm. I probably should have pulled over and taken a nap. Yep. It's not like it's easy to do that, though. Well, I had two other people in the car, and I was like, wake the fuck up. I'm falling asleep. You, one of you needs to drive. And they would. They did not stir. Especially if you got weed in the car. You don't want that knock from the police officer in the, no. when you're sleeping at the rest stop. No, that's true. Sit in Target. Mm-hmm. That you just got to keep driving. I do. One other thing I remember about the protest was that there was um, some like pro-Palestine, anti-Israel folks there, which was pretty cool, and they were chanting "Sharon, Sharon, what do you say? Why are you following Hitler's way?" Well, that pretty provocative. All the way back in two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I was gonna ask, were you uh, is aware? he dead now, Ariel Sharon? Right? Pretty sure. No. Bridger has been dead for a long time. Yeah. He's probably kicking it with Hitler. Who? Who's that? Hitler? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's one of the bad bad guys. Yeah. With Stalin. He was that guy that Captain America punched in the face on the front of that comic book. Fuck yeah. I know him mostly as a painter and a motivational Mm. speaker. He's the the Marvel movies. (laughs) Animal lover. But before we start talking about the evil deeds of a villain who started out as a Nazi, subscribe to CBR and ring that bell to join our notification squad so you never miss any of our MCU videos. Zack Snyder, uh, Return of the Auteur. So he brought it back. Have you guys watched? No. We're not ready yet. We have to watch Watchmen first. Uh, Oh, yeah. Who watches the Watchmen? 
Me and Kevin. <laughs> you guys haven't seen... No, you've seen it. No, we're going to watch it again. We're going to watch We've the, never seen the director's cut. What about out. Batman v Superman? We watched that the other last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I started out watching Justice League because I was definitely not going to watch this movie, but seeing that it was in 4-3 was definitely the like <laughs> straw that broke the camel's back. And first, you know, thinking of, of this is for sure a joke, like not wanting to be taken in by it. Obviously, this is a joke. And then really finding out that it was... It's like, okay, well, I guess he's got me. And well, you the wonder thing, if he's in black and white. The f- well, there is a <laughs> there, black yeah, and white making, yeah. coming. Which is like, okay. Well, the 4-3 thing uh, doesn't make any sense. It, well, it makes sense in the sense that... Well, it makes sense if you release it in IMAX, but he didn't do that. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, how big is that guy's TV? It would bother him as a director not having any cut that is his framed shot. Or, like, how he wants it to look. I know the cinematographer frames. No, I get stuff, that. Like, I get that. But, like... But in your living room, 4-3, yeah. for a movie that's like, I'm assuming has epic battles and shit, you're going to want it wider than that. I I guess in his mind, he was just a sacrifice. He was willing to, as long as the initial audience got to see the real thing, he was like, fuck everyone else. They don't even count. I would imagine that was his thinking. The fact Wait, he, what? You're the, saying he ini- he originally framed it 4-3. Yeah, that's when he was making the movie. Yeah, because he thought it was going to be an IMAX. Yeah, and he thought that people would actually be able to see that version. Right, but then they changed all that when he left the project. Right, and now he wants it to be that way because that's how he shot it. Yeah, and there was because that's how he framed the shots. If you watch this movie and you imagine trying to, I couldn't help myself every single shot trying to imagine how you would make it widescreen, and it's very clearly framed intentionally for four by three. This is this is a non-starter because I've, I've, if we're concerned about the uh, the viewer of the Snyder Cut not being able to see it in its intended form, every Snyder Cut fan and viewer made millions off of the GameStop thing, and they all have private theaters in their home. They can f- display the film on the aspect ratio uh, as IMAX. intended. Yeah, they all have IMAXs. Yes, they all have IMAX theaters in their basements. Yeah. Wow. Because they're all alpha males. They're all cool guys. Mm-hmm. They got diamond. Definitely not. Yeah, they all got diamond hands. They're definitely not children with pea brains. I have diamond hands. He sure does. I'm, he sure I'm does. still holding on to my GameStop. <laughs> I got my AMC. My AMC is almost back to where I sold it at. So once that happens, I... Well, I'm gonna you bought it, it at, you mean? Yeah, yeah, where I bought it at. I'm going to keep it forever, though. I like having a stock of a theater. Yeah, it's a nice little nugget mm-hmm. in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel special when I go into an AMC now. I'm like, well, I'm a stockholder. Actually, I'm a yeah. stockholder. How's, how's the uh, quarterly returns Nothing looking? Nothing can make me feel good you about say going to the into an popcorn AMC. Theater. <laughs> this point. I started watching the Justice League, and oh my... Like, I haven't seen any of them. And of course, it's like this, where it just it starts out the gate, and you have no clue what the hell is going on at all. But uh, I, do, I did really appreciate that it was true to form. There were no quips. I, I could stay with it longer than I had any Marvel movie. It was about an hour, I think, I made it. I, You know, people have this animosity towards quips. Here's the thing. When a quip is actually funny, they're good. Thor's funny. There are some of the Marvel movies that actually have funny, good quips. Thor and the yeah, Hulk have maybe. some nice back and forth in some of those yeah. movies. I don't, I don't want the argument the the argument that, no, actually, no, there should be no fun. There should not no be attempt at actually having clever or interesting writing. It should just be dull somber it should be when plotting. we're watching Zack snyder's yeah epic when justice league is more serious than the marvel movies i i recently came to a, a thesis on why snyder 
movies appeal to so many of the dumbest people on the earth. Uh, and it's because, so these are people who, for material reasons, whatever, they haven't been exposed to a lot of arts in general, right? They just kind of, these are the kind of people who just consume whatever comes on the conveyor pipe yeah, of American the, culture. Yeah, the material reasons being the like dopamine shoot in their brain that... Right, I just mean like know. these are people for whatever reason haven't been exposed to to arts beyond what's immediately in front of them. Because, yeah, there, I mean there's people, there's, they watch these movies, they could definitely watch other things, but I guess it's like the situation where uh, you're just, that's that's the cultural yeah, Those item. pathways that's, haven't opened the, up to them for the whatever entree, reason given to you and it is the big gulp yeah and yeah. you you know you're gonna drink it so they but so so they watch they watch the marvel movies or whatever or they watch the t whatever popular du jour shit is and they watch this shit and they're like this is this is not scratching my itch for real art it's not and scratching the art of profundity it's because the thing is they're too dumb to know that there's anything <laughs> more than that so they just stop there they're just like this is my profundity this but but if you if you if you have stepped outside of the bounds of this if you know that there's real art out there beyond this you would look at this phenomenon and be like this is for fucking pea brain children how would you even get them into better stuff though i guess i mean what what would that there i don't know if there's any way to because i mean i guess there's different categories of like better stuff in quotes uh but there you know there's like i don't know you could say martin scorsese movies are better but i'm sure they already watch those and like those and you guys are probably thinking of like michael haneke films or whatever like, uh, you know, honestly, for some of them, my, they just they just need to power up to the Scorsese level. Some of them haven't got that far. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a that's like a sustainable measure for <laughs> expectation. They should watch Silence. Yeah, they should. What's that? Oh, that's the one where he goes to Japan. To it's a three hour missionary epic. Teach them to be Christian. Yeah. And gets put in a hung upside down in a pit. Right. Great, Great movie. Good yes. movie. Mm hmm. It's so, really good and it's really uncompromising wait, and there's it? no humor in it. No, it's really, it, yeah. it's like at all the hallmarks of like a Snyder movie of what they perceive that Snyder movies have, mm -hmm. but they're actually there. And Qui-Gon Jinn is in it. They, yeah. lo they love it. There you go. That's your entry. And right? Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. Wow. Two for one. That's great. That's wait, who else? Oh, Kylo fucking And Kylo Ren. Ren is in it. And there's a really cool fight there's between them all. There's a Jedi, a Sith. And Spider-Man are yes. all in this and movie. And Jedi and Sith and Spider-Man walk into a bar. What happens? They convert J Japanese people to Catholicism. Metaphorically, we went, we were like completely sort of horizontal. And then we were slightly, we were horizontal and slightly vertical. And here we're like more vertical. And I think it's all about, and the story is, it's not, it's not a secret or it's pretty obvious that the story is all about sort of rising up and sort of finding yourself and becoming complete. And I think that's kind of what the aspect ratio is trying to do as well. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, when my president, or when a president, has to go very slowly down the stairs, that's unpresidential. Not up my the president. Stairs, up the stairs. When a president trips up the stairs, like Charlie Chaplin. Oh, I understand. That's my president. Yes. <laughs> and I love him. I wish he put a little more Charlie Chaplin-esque flair to it, because the way he fell down, just, I was just like, oh, this is an old man who's dying in front of us. <laughs> yeah, he's just enfeebled. Yeah. It's just, it's sad. You oh. Mm. Go, go ahead. Just, you don't think he's working on his pratfalls? <laughs> that he he can do better. He's been watching Jacques Tati films. For he's like, oh my god, there's such an art to this. Actually, I would falling. love that, but the framing was all. I mean, I need a better angle. I need you know, work on it. He's an average Joe. Who who among us hasn't 
tripped up the stairs onto a way to our private jet. Yeah, well, first, yeah, the, my big block is here. I've never, like, had a stairs to a private jet before, but if I did, I'm sure I would trip up them regularly. Oh, yeah. I got a text message from somebody I haven't heard from in years. Yeah. Who's that? He was uh, someone that we've talked about on the I've talked about on the podcast. Hillary Clinton? Cheeseburger? No, my buddy who... Cheeseburger's probably dead. I mean, come on. <clears throat> um... The uh my maybe my first best friend, uh the kid who grew up next door to me and now he works for the State Department. He's like a, I don't know, he's probably a spy or something, mm-hmm. something shitty. He was stationed yeah. in Turkey. Anyway, he texted me last night that uh he had a really intense, uh, really intense dream about me that involved me getting hit by a car. It's <laughs> pretty weird. That's kind of ominous considering he's a spy. <laughs> and then I was thinking about how uh. I was trying to think of the last time I actually, because he was like, look both ways when you cross the street, all right? And I was like, okay. And then I was trying to remember the last time that I crossed the street. Like, that I walked across the street. Wow, that's a pretty bleak thought there. Yeah. I, I literally... I don't know if this is a, a corona uh, thought that that the world will relate to anymore. I think this might just be you. No, this is definitely a just you. I cross, oh, yeah, I cross streets me. like every day. <laughs> I haven't crossed the street in like since uh, the last time I crossed the street was when I was in Brazil, I think. Were you too traumatized by playing Frogger as a kid or something? No, I mean, I used to cross the street. It is Corona related. Yeah, I mean, that's true because there's less things for you to cross the street for at the moment. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. But also, but also I don't do a lot of crossing the street in my life. Yeah. Dick's got a couple secure locations he camps (laughs) out at. Not a lot of, uh movement between them uh not with the legs yeah now the legs the car moves uh <laughs> through hmm. space yeah there's some yeah it's weird well maybe you should go get some casino next time you're at the theater that's you gotta cross the street for that when he was like he was like i had a really intense dream about you i was like was it a dream where you were touching my five-year-old penis <laughs> did Wait. you really say i did really say that <laughs> <laughs> He was like, ah, uh, because we emoji. touched each other's penises. Oh, no homo. When we were as like, five year olds. Yeah, when we were five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's better. Yeah, we used to get naked in his bed and touch each other's wieners. You should, you should tell his higher ups <laughs> at the really State sweet. Department that. That's pretty funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> you had your own to touch, but I guess you're just making checking out someone else's. Yeah, we're just and curious, just making sure that feels like the glides good. Mm-hmm. Sure that. Huh. I bet. I mean, I bet if the State Department is, li- if the government is listening to this podcast, they could figure out who I'm talking about, like, easily. Probably. That's, I'm surprised you're le- not more concerned right now that a State Department agent who was stationed in Turkey, the home of the deep state, where the deep state was invented, uh, you are, you're not concerned that they send you an ominous text about a dream they had in which you were killed by a car and told you explicitly to not to ch- look both ways before you cross the street. That's like, and you've been watching X Files every night. How do you not think that this is a message to you that you're about to be hit? I mean, I had I, I had some time last night when I was really high, where I was kind of rolling that around in my head. I don't know why you're a target that they need to be eliminated. Because of the pod. They're just because yeah. the they know that we're so a threat. Yeah. <laughs> And they're testing out a new assassination system. They figure those thought were small things. You know? <laughs> maybe he just knows. Maybe he like knows something. Yeah. Maybe they like gave him a heads up, like, "Hey, we're gonna kill your friend." 
Oh, and he's trying to deep throat you right now? Maybe. Save you? Just, yeah. yeah, man, like, hey, I'm worried about you. What's the deep throat that five? He probably face? wouldn't. Jesus. He probably, he probably, that's fucked. He probably wouldn't text me, though, because obviously they would see the text. Maybe he knows how to encode them. I don't know. Just don't get any, uh, in any Teslas, any cars that are linked to auto driving systems that could be overridden by a Did you see authority. that, like, repo thing? No. Oh, the, the fact that they're recalled? No. Repo. Do you know what repo is? Yeah, no, I thought you were maybe misspeaking because I know they were recalled. No, I saw this tweet the other day that was like uh, talking about how it was a dude talking about how his friend was doing repo work for money, you know, because like he needed money and uh, he had to repo a Tesla and they like remotely like made the like flash the lights, honk the horn, unlocked it so that he could get in it. Mm, cool. He turned it on, <laughs> turned it on so he could drive it away. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's why you should install Amazon Smart Locks on your house, everybody. Is that a thing? Uh, I'm pretty positive that there are are smart locks that what? are connected to the computer. I don't know that if people made by have Amazon. the locks on their houses yeah. connected to the internet. Mm-hmm. People love to outsource their life to Amazon in physical ways that they don't think can come back and. That's hurt them. fucking scary as hell. How many people just immediately took the like Amazon? I'm going to spy on you device into their home. I know that they were, could already listen to you through your phones. Or well, your Tenley, Tenley had one of those Alexas and I, and she, <laughs> I was like, I'm not hanging out in your room while you have that thing. Like I'm not going anywhere near that thing. Well, for it's, my, for my time delivering with uh, UPS, I'd swear to God, like half of the homes in Troy have the ring doorbells. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Soon Amazon, soon That's a video gonna... feed of you going in and out of your house every yeah. time you do. Uh, if you didn't think about it before you installed it on your house for free because there was a nice guy, a nice service coming around being like, that's what happened to uh, Amanda, right? Like they were basically either it's heavy discount or for free. They just are like, hey, would you like to actually install a security camera on, help us install security cameras my on parent, every single house on the block? It's fucked. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this sounds like some, like, I don't know, like, stoner, like, uh, sci-fi writer thing to say, but, like, we are, like, 100% on the... Even Marx talks about this in, in, in Capital, like, the state outsourcing all functions of society to por- private corporations, and basically, we're basically on our way to Amazon literally being the state itself. Well, they're gonna... Didn't they say, like... Amazon can buy towns now or something. Yeah, in, in Nevada is yeah, that Nevada, Nevada, right? Yeah, you, there can be companies can like charter cities, basically. Right. So, and they're already people. So, but speaking of, you mentioned cars. We're talking about cars. I saw, I, I saw, I saw something that Pete Buttigieg said, like, where he's like, "We, it's too for too long. People have been beholden to the will of cars. Cars, we, pe- cars should be for the will of the people." You know, because he's a transportation secretary. And I've been trying to, like, wrap my head around this thought for a while now. <laughs> what does that mean? What, what does, does he mean? mean? Uh, get the people cars and then get put the steering wheels in cars so they can drive them. Does he think we're slaves to cars? Like, literally, like yeah, the cars are in charge of us? No, that's about to happen, Pete. So you could stop <laughs> it, I guess. Keep the steering wheels in the cars. That's my well, maybe movement. <sighs> Speaking to the fact that you need a car if you live a lot of places. Let's, let me just find yeah. this exact uh, wording here. He doesn't. Yeah. What's what's a train? What? Do, yeah. What do cars have to say about the shape of our democracy? Uh, well, they sometimes talk in funny voices mm-hmm. when they're from the 
the boonies the world Light, lightning mcqueen or whatever yeah well he talked normal he was a normal guy but he hung out with that goofy guy who do the voice who does the voice wilson. in that movie owen wilson. owen wilson and larry the cable guy larry the cable guy does one of the voices in cars he's he does the, mater he's mater Mater, the character that was so inspiring to the what's the name of the guy that was hugging too much uh john linklater yeah no not to wait richard linklater the fucking guy at pixar that was hugging too much uh said that his entire inspiration Lassiter, for john lasseter john lasseter mm-hmm. for cars three and the reason why he thought it would work is because he couldn't stop imagining mater in funny situations around the globe especially japan wait is there a cars three yeah there's yeah. three of them there's spies in it Wait, and not and that's two. Two is the one with the spies. Three. What if, I don't. Three. Are there people in the cars? No, movies? there's no cars. There's no people in the cars. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What if Mater? The was cars in Japan are the people. And he the cars saw are the people. And the cars are watching the races. There are like cars in the grandstands, watching the cars race. That, it's well, that's up. why I never watched any of those movies. It's perverse. It stupid. Okay, and here and speaking of, I got maybe it's really cool. I don't know. Should I eat an edible and no, watch it? No, they're fucking horrifying. They're flip, horrifying. Flip my wig. The worst Pixar movies, no doubt. Okay. Uh, but wait, speaking of uh, this, I had to do a callback now. I just remembered the Tow Lives Matter bumper sticker. Oh yeah. I'm so disappointed because the it had a tow truck chain in on the bumper sticker. It should have been Tow Lives Mater and had Mater from Cars on it. That's a punch up. That would be so yeah, much better. Put a note on his windshield. Yeah. Just a friendly suggestion for your awesome bumper sticker. This is, How to make it a little bit better? Yeah, yeah. If you have a, a tweak. I should a little have, bit funnier. I should have honked at this person in the Tim Hortons line really loud, who also had a giant Trump bumper sticker too, just to get their attention, so I could be like, "Hey, I got an idea for you to make your bumper stickers better." That definitely would have we would have made a connection. It's like, look, I know you probably take your bump your tow lives matter your tow trucks pretty seriously. You might not want to make it so silly, but I think it finds better. I find it's better to have the soft approach yeah, when yeah. trying to communicate. These type of ideas to the general public. Speak to the kids. About how the guy who has it can overcharge you in the middle of the night is actually a, a public servant who we love. Here's the wording of Pete Buttigieg's tweet. The purpose of cars is to serve the needs of people, not the other way around. Okay, that makes what sense. What needs what? Now that he's right. He's right. He's, you know, I put it through the smell test and... No, this the, is like... The classic cars, Pete Buttigieg's gobbledygook. Cars Who should, thinks that? I agree with them. <laughs> Who thinks that we're in danger of having cars? What? Who thinks that cars are like we're that people exist to serve the needs of cars? Who thinks that? Someone who has completely internalized the ideology of capital to the point that they're a little buzzing automaton within it with a fucking well, like, don't people puppet face. Don't people? Are you on the defend Pete Buttigieg's train here? Tex- technically, he don't right. we exist? I mean, you got to change the oil and... You can just you have stop to meet, driving meet your car. The, meet the needs of the cars. Yeah, you do have to get the oil changed. You do have to kind of meet the cars halfway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's, it's a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just doing maintenance. That's not like your life, your entire life revolves around servicing your car. But we're trying... He said that the cars should work for the people. Right or yeah, you know? and that's right. Cars that's should right serve this. the needs of the people, not the other way around. He's that's unambiguous. I'm correct. sick of this of this this demographic just fucking sitting on their asses for so long. We got cars everywhere. Half of them are sitting around most of the time doing jack shit. 
My car, my street's full of them taking up parking spots. No, I Couldn't think what he said is just like on. It's just not controversial at all. Okay, what he said is correct. Yeah, but who? I'm, the, my question isn't it's whether it's straw, a veracity. It's a straw man. It's not the veracity of the statement that it's I'm. It's a straw in, man. It's who is this person? It's a man made of straw. He, it's an insane. Uh, it's the dumbest straw man I've ever heard of. Are you sure he is not just properly anticipating the autonomy of? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he's worried us? about the cars becoming like sentient. Is he just like and sitting there, like doing dabs, watching cars too, and being like, "This is a problem." Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's like, "This is really <laughs> fucked up." Like he became secretary of the transportation. He's like, "I don't really know what to do. I guess I'll just watch cars and hope something comes to me." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, it turns out I was, you don't want to take an edible. And I watch didn't cars. throw in my fucking presidential candidacy to be tra- secretary of transportation. This was not what I intended, expected to happen. He's like watching speed. <laughs> yeah. Maximum overdrive, doing a bunch of coke, just like Stephen King did when he made it. The fu- that's the funny thing, though. Like, is at the time when 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 Buttigieg dropped out, obviously Bernie was the biggest competition, right? But the biggest the, the biggest name that wasn't Bernie or Biden remaining was Buttigieg, right? Kamala gets the vice presidency, which is symbolic and useless, mm-hmm. whatever. Because Buttigieg is short and gay. Right, I, I realize he would have provided something for the, he wouldn't have provided what they needed for the ticket, what they think they needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know but, Obama said that about him That right? he's short and gay? Yeah, he said he can never be president because he's short and gay Did he say that? Yeah Is this like on some Nixon tape? What are you talking this about? Is, it's a true thing It's just a, you know He said it on the through, podcast through through the with, with Springsteen yeah. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said it on Red Scare <laughs> What if Obama went on like Comp Town? <laughs> then he'd be our next president <laughs> <laughs> He would win an unrivaled uh, write-in campaign mm-hmm. I don't understand why they just don't get rid of the two-term limit rule and have Obama be president for life. Well, you know, the the only person who ever abused the term limits was probably our greatest president of all time. So, like, why do we have to get rid of him? Let's have him back. That's why. You can't, it's, uh, you know, that's why you had to get rid of the term limits for Maduro, all these people. You can't have, then that creates a leverage point to get in somebody else. When you get someone in who is actually fighting for the people, it becomes hard to remove them. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to, they, they're, it's just, it's basically like a precaution or a, a temporary stopgap before assassination, before the, the poison dart or the, the polio dart. The polio dart. <laughs> That's what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't you watch that movie Hyde Park on Hudson with Bill Murray? That's what that's about. Oh, There's that scene that. where the good dart goes in his neck. It's a really good acting. He goes like, ah! And he's like thrashing around the room. It's really good. Yeah, Henry Ford is the one who shoots it. It's like when uh, Jack Nicholson drinks the entire Jack Nicholson. Oh, my God. my This is why my maybe Biden just has a vape pen. Because I every time I fucking hit this vape pen, my brain just Bidens the fuck out. And I gotta put it away. How can I forget his name? Who are you Ooh. talking about? Jack Nicholas Cage. Forget it. How did I find out? How did that happen? What were the neurons that sparked? You said Jet. Ja- I you said Jack to... Nicholson when you meant Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biden. I can't make fun of him anymore. Why do you want to say either of them? Your brain is mush. Just uh, forget it. Wait, what were you? What was the reference it's you o- were it's making? It's over. I don't want to national talk about treasure. It no. Yeah, that's what I was. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like a national treasure. <laughs> When they were running around trying to find the stuff, 
Reminds mm. me of that. Do you remember what they were looking for in that one? Uh, the like the pyramid with the eye on it. Yeah, and the Declaration of Independence. They're looking for some, uh, some treasure. The Holy Grail. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, no, I don't know. That's not the Holy Grail. That's the Last Crusade. Looking for the first dollar. It's taped up inside the pyramid. With the eye on it. <laughs> it's America's first dollar. What? <laughs> Who made those movies? John Turtletop. Right. Uh, <laughs> Where is that pyramid? You know, take a visit to it. Take a pilgrimage to the Eye Pyramid someday. That'd be nice. I'm just thinking. An American I, landmark. It's clear. I know who our. I don't know if this is who our audience for the pod is now, but who it should be are people who. Uh, do you know how we have those people who come into the theater and they display paintings and it's all people who have big brain injury? <laughs> yes. We should be piping our pot into those people. People who need to like... <laughs> we got to put our business cards in the little art gallery area. Yeah. They're like, that's the only place that we advertise trash yeah. delivery actively. <laughs> people whose brains aren't like fully up to snuff yet to like process speech again. You just need to have like, who can just parse fragments. There was that woman who, uh, she her gallery was a bunch of like out of focus birds in the distance. It's actually pretty thought provoking. Yes. That's like what this... You remember the lady that hung her work like six inches from the ceiling oh yeah <laughs> she didn't bring enough wire that was pretty funny or, or was it art was we that sh- the same person i think it may have been the out of focus bird in the distance yeah i love like she had one that was just like like a brown little chickadee type bird just on mulch you know and it's like small and not <laughs> so just sitting there <laughs> I want to shout out the like six listeners who texted me uh, and tried to convince me the anime is good. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for reaching out. Uh, you all acted like normal people. I appreciate that. Uh, no clout chasers trying to get a piece of that Kevin clout. I'm well, no one was be no one was like aggressive or weird or like wouldn't stop texting me when I stopped responding. So that's good. Stuck up. Uh, but hey, if you guys, if any of you ever have a problem or you need someone to talk to via text, I'm not going to answer your phone call. Uh, you know, and you need a, a, a shoulder, feel free to text me again. Don't abuse the privilege. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. If you want to talk about how you had a bad day, I'll listen. That's good. That's really nice. And also, really. <clears throat> If there are any women who listen to this podcast, you are also free to text me as well. The phone number is 586-337-7550. Wow. Did the long con just like reveal itself? I already knew that's what it was about. I thought this was magnanimous. And the women, if you have problems, you can also text me about your problems too. <laughs> it started with ASL on the fucking Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah. You know what? I say you throw Kevin a bone, everybody. No, no, no. This is not. Uh, this isn't a sexual. A sex Everyone thing. flirt with Kevin. This isn't a sex thing. I want everybody to just really. No, butter, no, no! Don't say that because the off. fucking dudes are gonna start. They will. They absolutely will. They're okay. like, "Hey, Penguin's like this fucking close." Okay, don't right, even. Don't. All right. Well, don't trick Kevin. I guess that'd be too cruel. Yes. To trick this. Hey, I made I made a, a, a lifelong friend by someone I just gave my phone number to on the internet. So. What already? No, no, not now. Oh, okay. This is like ten years ago. <laughs> My friend Kai. So, point at the cat. Yeah, you remember that video of the of the hamster, where the guy like pretends to shoot it and it like yeah 
Hmm. Like freezes like it got shot and falls down. Uh, maybe it's like a GIF from like 2005. Yeah, yeah. Then I've seen it's it not a well. There might be a GIF of it. I there was like a five second YouTube video as well. <laughs> the, the and source. then in the comments, people were like, "That's cruel." Which I don't know. Is it? Wait, to, what to me- pretend to kill a hamster? Yeah. Did the hamster think it was actually dead? Well, it mm-hmm. was. He was startling it so that it fainted. It's a little messed up. Like if you made goats faint mm-hmm. on purpose, is that not cool? Wait, was yeah, the was mean. the hamster like asleep, and then he was like jammed his hand in the cage and was like bang yeah. bang? No, the hamster's just sitting there, and then the dude goes bang, and it startles the hamster, and the hamster faints. Jesus Christ! Sounds like its heart stopped. <laughs> I think he was okay, but yeah, I don't think fine. hamsters usually this, do that. This though. is fine. Everything about this is fine. They usually have a pretty strict uh, flight response. You don't think that's cruel? No. I think it's messed up. No, I don't think that's cruel. I think that's cancelable. The hamster didn't die. It's fine. Videos. If a video comes out of anybody scaring a poor little hamster until he falls over, clutching his little heart, that person in the fucking gutter. Get we're not giving, here. We're not giving hamster. Deport them. What? Do you remember hamster on a piano? No. Sounds self-explanatory. <laughs> it's got a song. Oh, okay. Hamster Is this on a piano. Hamster on a piano. Hamster and he's on like a eating piano. Pop. I think he's eating popcorn. Do you guys know about badgers, 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 badgers? No. What is going on right badgers, now? Badgers, badgers. And then they go, mushroom, mushroom. It's like an infinite loop web browser thing where it's like a flash animation and it's that song. And I like found it as a kid and it, it, I was fascinated by it and eventually learned to find it funny. But at first I was worried I'd found like a portal to hell. There's like a, a part where there's maybe a, I've one time I saw the flash animation of Potter Puppet Pals, and there was the when the the Dumbledore who's naked in this in the puppet version he just is a a pink puppet, but in this version he had an actual visible phallus, <laughs> and it frightened me so as a child. That's just this is wand, and I was deeply suspicious of flash animation afterward. What? Dumbledore? <laughs> Puppets? Well, you don't know about the Potter Pupper Pals? I guess he wouldn't. It's too, he wouldn't, Potter he, Puppet He wasn't pals? a child then. Yeah, I guess that wouldn't have been. Yeah. You were going to the DC uh What the protest. fuck are you talking about? <laughs> While I was watching no, this, this is a video of Dumbledore. Pup, Harry Potter like as told in comic vignettes with puppets. It was a YouTube thing. It was made by Neil. And they had one where Dumbledore had a penis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Made by Neil Ciceriga, creator of uh, the Ultimate Showdown song. Another nerd. Those sucked. Yeah. Those sucked. I wonder, though, I think that that may have been one of the initial popularizers of the the Chuck Norris being a badass fucking... Yeah. Like, Remember myth. that? What a world. Mm-hmm. What a world. Yep. Still a lot of Facebook Is that over dudes now? living in that world. I haven't over? heard someone make a Chuck Norris joke in like 15 years. Do people still do that? They do it with like... George Takei? I don't know. It's not the same, though. No, they don't even do it with George. Who do they do it with? It's probably just people who have really... who You only oh, make that joke if you're so active on Facebook. John Cena? I don't know. What joke? The the Chuck Norris is the biggest badass. You know, there's like an instant joke. You'd be like, uh, what is... Oh, he's so Chuck, badass. That... What's an example of one? Can you think of a single one? I can't think of, like, I can't think of a, an actual like funny one, no. Um, no. They're just all high exaggerated situations that Chuck Norris is... The 
best at, you know. Got it. I remember that. Yeah. They were like less funny dead baby jokes. Yeah. Like the nuclear bomb was that was Chuck Norris having a fart. Yeah, shit like that. Right, right. Okay, I remember that. (laughs) That's a perfect example. (laughs) That is about, that that might as well be one. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like the your mama jokes, but it's replaced being fat with being badass. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chuck Norris is so badass, he... uh, Farts and it's a new and and, it's, and yeah. there's nuclear fallout and it's a nuclear bomb. Yep. Yeah, that's the main. In the un- come to think of it, we're looking back. And they're people all... are just shadows, like stained on the wall. Yeah, that's why people love that guy from back in the day. But we got over him. Yeah, there's a new Walker Texas Ranger in town. Literally, they rebooted it with one of the dudes from Supernatural. We got Elon Musk now for the new badass. Are you are you leading in to say something about Elon Musk? No, just saying what a cool guy. He's he's gathering resources so that he can send consciousness into the into the space. I love you specifically used the language of like Marx or leftists. Like re, I'm accumulating resources. Mm-hmm. He's like, I gotta say, Elon Musk is like his entire human existence. It just lends more fuel to my fire that I don't give a shit about space, uh, and that I. Uh, all, we should stop f- talking about space because it's only it's dorks like that who love space. And people, I don't. It's gonna be bad. Space is gonna be bad, even if you're a billionaire. Yeah, like that's the thing. Why? That's why it's hard to believe he even is sincere about this, unless he truly is like as deluded. What does he think is gonna happen? Does he think he's gonna do contact? Do you think he's Jodie Foster in contact? No. He's gonna meet his alien dad? Like no. You're just going to go out there and die, probably. He thinks he's going to be like the figurehead inscribed upon the rock, the the big giant rock on Earth as the man who led humanity, created the ark to save humanity and and, and spread our seed throughout the galaxy. Damn. He thinks he's James Cromwell from Star Trek First Contact. But I also think he probably is just a guy who uh, knows that he can easily manipulate a bunch of fucking rubes and use it to pump the value of his... I don't know. He seems and, really sincere for a dumb billionaire. I, if you think he, he all, he'll be really idealistic about or like all these claimed ideals of space travel and shit. But then he'll also just be like, oh, uh, when we want to do a coup to steal your lithium mines, we will. Did he say that? Yeah. He said, yeah, like, he said we coup who we want. Yeah. We coup whoever we want. Damn. Where, we, where we coup one, we coup all. They're a battery company. Too like that's the main thing that they're creating that is has value and and could wait. Launch are we, we going to cancel the Energizer Bunny now? No, he's cool. He should be the one that's still doing it. All right, is that the end of the episode? Or no, I'm just fucking with you. Nope, almost. You guys should smoke another cigarette. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Let me look at this thing. I have to go to work. You do? Yeah. Ugh. We got this firm bank. Uh, well, hold on. We got Mr. Potato Head just for... I know a lot of our listeners are the type of people who are probably really torn up that it's no longer strictly gendered. Um, so I just want to reassure them that uh, don't worry. It's just a brand name change. There will still be the word Mr. and Mrs. on the packages. You can you can set, You can can set. turn off the alarm. You can put out the fires. You can stop screaming out your window. 
uh, Mr. and Mrs. are still strict binaries in the Potato Head brand. It's just because they want to sell to girls as well because of capitalism. So, Oh, that's actually a huge relief to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, so with that, I guess we'll uh, go smoke a cigarette. With that news sure. bulletin. Important. Mm-hmm. That should lead the episode, actually. Make sure that's the beginning before anything. That should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want someone to listen and not get the good stuff. That is that is true. That is true. It's not about being snappy sometimes. It's about getting information out there. Yeah. Now, I'll be completely honest with you. I'm willing to defend if I ran the zoo as a book. I am willing to defend the... Uh, I'm willing to defend and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street on the basis of a simple fact. Those books have not produced more racism in American society by any measurable level. By any measurable... You cannot find an uh, individual who's been made more racist by If I Ran the Zoo. Not one. Not a single human. And I wanted to have my own, like, comic book character to, yeah. like, you know, cross-promotion. Mm-hmm. I would have the nicotine. A man who gets uh, superpowers from smoking a cigarette? Yeah, a teen. One a, teen. a teen who gets mm-hmm. superpowers from smoking a so cigarette. So they can make it cool to smoke as a teenager again. God, it's this is what they fucking took away from us with all these re- regulations and bullshit. <laughs> all this bureaucracy. Yeah. Getting in the way. I want to see the nicotine in the MCU. Yeah, what? How come nobody smokes? No, no, no. The nicotine. That's a superhero. Who gets superpowers from smoking. Oh, nice. He came out of just one really quick meeting. Uh, They didn't really... (laughs) They're like, we got got any new superheroes, so we got to just go to make up some new ones quick. Uh, What if he uh, smokes a cigarette? He gets gets strong from it. Fucking... That's great. Keep that... uh, Build on that. Like irradiated cigarettes or something? <laughs> yeah. And he's a teenager. No, no, no. Not right. Not irradiated cigarettes. Marlboros. And then it's the whole movie. Cowboy just promotion. Just got cross promotion. It's product placement. Well, we, uh, we, we got to ride this pot out. Keep, keep, keep it going. We, we luckily. How saw, much more do we need? Uh, about 20 minutes. Jesus. But we saw, we saw a pretty funny thing happen. A pretty good story out there. We well, you didn't carry see us it. out for about 20 more minutes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you want to tell us this uh, this great story, Nick? There was a guy walking down the street, and he was looking at his phone. He's walking down the sidewalk, and he walked into a, a branch of a tree. <laughs> got him. Right, got him right in the face. Listeners, Look, if, what's he scrolling? Listeners, uh, She's probably on OnlyFans. Right, uh, draw this picture, you know, because Nick just told this riveting story, you know, full of detail drama he was wearing a t-shirt yeah so uh, i saw that part so you you should have everything you need to like i want you all to draw this story out we could make a movie of this yeah draw it out let's see your interpretation based on nick's story just send us your drawings of what you think happened it's like that joke though like a man walks into a bar yeah and he then he says ouch yeah it's even better if it's a man walks into a tree branch and he says ouch a dyslexic walks into a bra and says ouch a man is not paying attention, and he walks into a tree, and he says, ow. And then he pays more attention <laughs> after that. He didn't, though. That was the funny thing. Oh, that's actually... Okay, there we he go. He walked into the branch, and he was like, ugh. And then he just immediately started staring at his phone again and kept walking. Not enough negative reinforcement for this one. Yeah. See, you know the... T- the, the you know what we should do is get something heavy and go down there and hit him in the face with it. Yeah, teach him a fucking lesson. Pay attention. Yeah, we hey, should man. Get- Fucking pay attention. Maybe I should go hit Take him with my car. Him? Should I hit him with my car? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a good deed if you think about it. It's a good yeah. 
Then you should go get an Acme anvil and drop it on his head. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Should shoot him with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should just go down there and shoot him in the face. Yeah. That'll teach him. And then, mm-hmm. fi- then uh, you know, on his corpse, find his wallet, locate his address, go there, shoot whoever's there yeah. too. Don't, don't even get them. A, don't give them a chance to speak. Get them out of here. They probably won't even notice you're there because they're all buried, the, faces mm-hmm. buried in yeah. their phones. Listener. Burn their house down and take flaming uh, rubble and arrange it in the yard to spell out the words, pay attention. <laughs> this was all a commercial we're pitching, folks. This is not a real thing we're going to do. But also, speaking of mass murderers, Ronald DeFeo, the guy who, the Amityville horror guy, he just died the other day. Wow. Yeah. Did he murder his family? Mm-hmm. But it was because of ghosts. Yeah. Demonic possession. Oh, so now he's getting to meet the ghosts. Yeah. The ghost of his, the family that he murdered. And he's getting to murder the ghost because he didn't do it. Now he gets to, like revenge. Oh, that actually be kind of sick. He's like, because he's, he's misunderstood. Dude. Like it truly was demons that made him do it. Now he gets to go into hell. Yeah, now I'm just imagining like a Doom Mandy scenario where the guy who murdered his family and spent die, spent the rest of his life in jail Waiting finally to dies. Die. Yeah, he's just getting jacked, mm. even though I, for some reason that, it makes that sense. transfers no, no, over yeah, it does. to it the does. spirit realm. Your body image carries over. Mm-hmm. He's jacked in the spirit realm now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has to go track down the demon that possessed him and yeah. kill his family. And he gets to free their spirits. That's why he didn't kill himself in this jail. This is actually pretty sick. I he, watched the hell does out of this. Does he look like Dwayne Johnson? He, he sure does. jacked. Yeah. Actually, Wasn't he in that movie? Doom? Oh, Doom. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes. He's wearing like a really cool like space marine outfit too when he goes into hell. Yeah. And then we're going to get fucking, uh, we're going to get Avenged Sevenfold to do the soundtrack and uh, it's going to be awesome. That oh, yeah. sounds And the whole movie's dedicated to Dimebag Daryl. R.I.P. Maybe Constantine will be in it. Oh, for sure. He meets Constantine there. You should watch that movie. It's good. I'll watch it. It's way better than I thought it would be. Cool. I believe you. It's really good world building. It seems like something I, w- I, w- I would be into watching right now because I'm really into X-Files type shit right now. And I know it's not the X-Files, but it's like, you know, demons and stuff. You're also a fucking stoner. I took two <laughs> edibles in a row and I feel like a degenerate. You are a stoner. Kevin, we had a date last night to watch <gasps> a movie. And he blew me off because he got too high. I was too high. I came up to the theater the day before, but I wasn't too high then. I was too high to drive last night. Because I'm still a little high. I wasn't still a little high the day before then. These edibles, the THC is not dispersed the same through these fucking edibles. There's no way they are. Oh, you mean like as opposed to smoking it? No, no, I mean like the bag of edibles I have. They did not He's properly portion them. Oh, I, okay. Some of them have to be stronger mm. than the others. Because it's, it's not to do with what I'm eating. I eat the same amount every day. Do you guys, uh, you guys see those self-suck? Or not self-suck. Those, those machines that suck you off at the sperm bank? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, like on Twitter, there will be... Every now and then you'll see someone like post... I, well, didn't, wasn't there something about that like a couple years ago too? I don't know. No, that's what I was wondering. Because every now and then you'll see someone like put, take like a... A pan and they'll pour like a bunch of dry macaroni and a whole entire bag of Cheetos and a gallon of milk and put it in the oven and you're like everyone's like that's disgusting but it's like well obviously there's they could they're like doing this to get the engagement of you saying it sucks and it's really easy to just do that but like they, this was a whole row of like actual machines in a hospital that I don't know they had to be real right <laughs> how do yeah you- and they you can change the like. You, there's like all different settings and shit you can change. Yeah. Like the speed at which it sucks you off. 
if you're too nervous to jack yourself off, you can go stand in the urinal row of next uh, to other guys also getting robots. sucked off. Mm-hmm. And then it'll jack this you off. It sounds painful. It's I, it's just like I can't believe a single person has actually ever done this. Well, it looks like it would rip your dick off. <laughs> That's the other thing. Good rule of thumb: don't stick your dick into a machine. Robot sperm bank thing is that how is that the search terms i need you know i'm not trying to kink shame but for those parties interested in keeping their dick a good rule of thumb (laughs) is don't stick it in a machine especially if it's got a lot of moving parts you know that one chuck palinuk story short story where the guy uh fucks the pool filter uh and it like rips his dick out and then sperm is in the pool and it impregnates his sister none of this makes any scientific sense but that's one of his short stories. I think it's called that's, Guts. No, that's a that's a dumb short story. That one stuck with me. <laughs> it's just being like stupidly like provocative. It's like, what's the most fucked up thing I can think of? <laughs> Pretty much. I found out that... That's why teens love that shit so much. When I read Fight Club as a teenager, I found out that my mom was like, read it too without telling me because she was like really worried about it. And and she like read this. Your book. mom was screening your books, and I'm imagining her like projecting all of this meaning onto it. That I like read the book and was like, oh, that was you know, it was like interesting, a little different from the movie, whatever. And like the, and my mom's like, oh, my son, he has a new manifesto. <laughs> she was like worried you were going to become the Unabomber for reading the Fight Club. Yeah, he's going to be like one of these Fight Club guys. God damn it! My mom had the same reaction when I read Marilyn Manson's autobiography. <laughs> this information is dangerous. You're looking at the uh, the suck off bots. Look at how fast it's going. They look eager. They are I, like you they look hungry, <laughs> hungry little birdos. They they look like Birdo from yeah. Yoshi. I don't want to fuck Birdo. They want to make some eggs. No, <laughs> no. Birdo wants to lay an egg. No, awful. This is awful. Well, uh, sir, I guess I'd you can actually you can thing. just take this cup and go into the bathroom like a normal person. Also, who's too embarrassed to just just go do it? That's what I don't believe. That's why it's like hard to like imagine how much money has to go into developing like medical machines and actually getting them in a hospital when it doesn't make any sense. It could. I I guess I have to look up. I have to try to find some testimonial to see if anyone has done this. I mean, they had to do like trials and shit to make sure it was safe, right? That would be. Imagine you sign up for a medical trial. You're like, I'm gonna make an extra hundred fifty bucks, whatever, and then they and then they're like, this is what you have to do. Like you sign up at Wayne State, and then they're just like, all right, stick your dick in that thing. You're like, oh, God. Well, my question is, like, how do you... Well, I guess they still have magazines, I would assume, right? Oh, to to look at while you're... No, because I think it's... How do you get a heart on it? It's supposed to, like, desexualize it. That's what doesn't make any sense. From at least the description is that it doesn't... Yeah, but you still need a boner. Yeah, you can't desexualize, like, You can't milk a... You can't milk a fucking... That's the word... Flaccid dick. This is the word that they want. They want to literally desexualize the act of coming. It's the world that they want, folks. First, they took Dr. Seuss, and heat. now they want to take away your boners. They want to take the passion away from jerking off. The only place where humanity still remains in this have wretched you, 21st century. Have you jerked off watching that video yet? The the video of the bots? Yeah. Just imagining it? Yeah. yeah I'm, just like, I'm like, i got to get one of these fucking machines. I'm like calling up every clinic. I'm like, I was wondering... Uh, I saw this crazy video on Twitter. I was just wondering, like, do, do you do have you those have yet? Just, just asking for a What laugh. do they retail for? What's the MSRP on those? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just got the stimulus check and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> thinking about sticking my dick in some electronics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be instantly. I mean, I'd be like uh, walking in the room and seeing the self suck machine, and if it's a you know medical test situation, I'd be like looking, scanning the room for so, cameras and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Be like, is this like a tickled situation? Is this, this just porn? Is this a, <laughs> is this a surprise party for me? <laughs> Is this going to be online afterwards? Oh my god, it's just what I always wanted. <laughs> How did you know? It's actually this is what Chuck E. Cheese looks like now. God, I can't yeah, jerk they off to these. And they sing at you. <laughs> yes, they sing "Happy Birthday" to you. The uh, yeah, the rats suck you off. <laughs> the animatronic. I just I drove by a Chuck E. Cheese the other day, which is open, and I I can't imagine a more haunting experience than working at a Chuck E. Cheese during COVID. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? Like, I almost considered like getting an application just to, so I could live, just so I could live that life for like a week. Just you know, make, find me some novelistic inspiration or something. Chuck E. Cheese has <laughs> got to be like a shell of itself, though. There's no play place in those things anymore, right? If there is, no. they certainly can't use it right now. No. I feel like Chuck E. Cheese probably does a background check on you, right? I should pass. Uh, a background check. I wouldn't be so no, sure. No, I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> probably doesn't that's probably how they get people to work there although you really I feel need like one if there. you walked into a Chuck E. Cheese they would run a background check on you yeah and they would come up clean and I would get the job <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah Until I know they I, look find like this weird, podcast. I look like a beardo who has a podcast they find this podcast and hear about some dreams you've had you just look like a guy that wouldn't apply at Chuck E. Cheese unless he had some weird shit going on <laughs> you're like yeah, I love I love children. I love entertainment. Yeah, make sure you tell them that in the interview. How yeah, we did the lo- background. How much you the... love children? <laughs> we did the background check, and that. and we found a hidden camera video of him in a, it, it, his dick in a suck off robot. <laughs> it was no, all, they I... they would uncover footage of you losing your virginity. Oh, that's true. <laughs> in a children's in child's bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Listener, mm-hmm. not with a child. Let's be clear. Just like hitting his head on the. The mo- mo- mobile that hangs <laughs> over the. I did it all the for solar you. Solar system mobile that's hanging over the crib. I did it all for you, Charles Entertainment. Didn't Jeez. you notice you were in a ki- in a in a crib? <laughs> <laughs> when you climbed over the bars, you had to have. I, when I saw the bars, I thought she was just kinky. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I'm in a dungeon. Yeah. Hey, she, she gave me the keys to the dungeon yeah. to get to get mine. To get that joke, listeners, you have to listen to the whole podcast. So that's correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's for pro. That's for that was the yeah. That's that for was pro for listeners. Diehard. It's for the diehards. Yep. The day ones. <laughs> if there are, if there's a single one of you, I guess hey penguin maybe. Hey penguins are day one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your hair looks kind of crazy right now. Oh yeah, it's going the wrong way. I also can't take a normal shower because uh, my shower doesn't work. Yeah, I know. Does I told water you not you come out of it? <laughs> use it. That's not going to be good at all. Yeah, the guy is supposed to be coming over to fix it. Um, and, uh, like, they, like, I'm going to need to like, take a frame. really good shower like the last day yeah. that I'm able. Yeah, I got to do the like bucket showers where you maybe it'll be warm up. enough where I can shower in the yard, just Wait, like with the hose. Do you not have a shower that works? Our landlord is totally redoing oh, right. the that. bathroom, and it's going to take like a week. Oh, yeah. For listeners, Nick and I don't share a shower usually. <laughs> it's not like a, an, an arrangement that we have. No. Suppose I could shower in like the the wash tub in the basement. The like laundry tub? I could like at least... It's like, the theater, right? <laughs> I was thinking I could at least like wash my pits and my dick. 
the old homeless bath. Yeah. <laughs> a restroom, a rest stop bathroom. Right, like when Patrick went into the bathroom at the theater and that, guy, that homeless guy just had his dick out. Yeah. You gotta watch and your not dick. at a urinal. <laughs> his dick was out at the sink. Yeah, to clean it. Gotta maybe, get a, he was, gotta get a job. maybe he was uncircumcised and he wanted to make sure he didn't get an infection. Sounds like a legitimate concern to me. Under his, uh, you know, you got to pull the skin back and wash under it or it'll get gross. I don't, know. I don't know how they're supposed to do it. Uh, get a little a little bucket, take it schmegma? into the stall with you. Schmegma, right? Yeah. Schmegma. Schmegma. It's the penis cheese. Mm-mm-mm. It's like lint and sweat. <laughs> Fermented, of course. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of cheese that Charles Entertainment Cheese is all about. Charles Entertainment <laughs> Cheese. Good old Charles Entertainment Cheese. Charles Magma. <laughs> That's what Mickey sounds like. Wait, what? Different uh, mouse. Chucky. Get your get your rodents straight, buddy. You got Stuart, Mickey, uh, Chucky, Jerry. Pete Buttigieg, Cherry, uh, Pete. Yeah, Pete yeah, Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Scratchy. Um, Mighty Mouse, um, uh, 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 Trotsky. <laughs> Trotsky's a mouse. He's a rat. I guess that's different. Okay, uh, but that's we included Pete, so I think Remy? That, that's a separate category. Yeah, Remy. He's a rat too. Mm. Ratatouille. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can't mess that one up. No. Yeah. End of pod. Uh no. How is that an end of pod? Let's just, 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 just now. Okay, yeah, end of pod. Yeah, we're not recording anymore, right? All right, cool. All right, let's uh, just like hang out with our just arms held rigor mortis style like this to hold the mics up still. But we're just hanging out, and I pushed stop on the record. We're gonna get some of that natural. I thought that whole what the, we were we were just shooting the shit that whole time. No, it's, it's not bad. It's just it's it's like exactly an hour. I think uh, it means it's probably gonna be about a fifty minute episode. Remember, we used to have twenty-minute episodes. We had, yeah, I think we had a half-hour one. Was that the shortest? We did. We. I think there was 20. one that was like twenty-five minutes. Is that the one that's called Short Ep? Sad about the world. I think episode three. Maybe. I think five. forty-eight <laughs> minutes is the shortest an episode can be to qualify as pod. Qualify as pod. Don't we got any uh, any fun? Let's throw out a a banger. Let's, let's some some hot sizzling topic. Anything to plot plop on the table. Anything we didn't think about? I mean, I, I deactivated the Twitter again, so I don't know what's going on there. We did the, we talked about our lives, I guess. Kind of. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm just waiting for weddings. Wedding, wedding season's coming up. I got one this weekend. Do you really? Yeah. The one that didn't cancel. That's good. Got the unemployment. Got the $1,400 coming in. We're going to get a new couch. That's my life. We just got the 800 that you... <laughs> Oh yeah, fuck. Damn, that's when like yeah, my procrastination definitely you know comes to bite you in the ass. Yeah, eight hundred dollar size chunk taken out of it. The what was the grant called? It's like some screen showers, screen operators. I don't know. Guild thing? No, no, no. no. That was the one you did get. Yeah, yeah. This is from the Food and Drink Found, like the Food and Drink Foundation. Yeah. Oh God bless them. Foundation for Food and Drink. No, it's like Michigan restaurant or Michigan. It's service, like the restaurant guild or whatever. Service industry professionals, yeah. something or other. It was Merlaf, like M I R A L E F, something like that. 
some combination like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched another round. Which we're, we're coming oh, to yeah, the theater yeah. this week now. What do you think? I enjoyed it. I watched it twice, actually, in a row. I mean, one day and then the next day. Because you just you wanted to see it again, or you particularly Because I was really high the first time I watched it, to the point where I spent like a half an hour just thinking about my own drinking, in like a kind of intense way, like an existential way, <clears throat> uh, and that was not, like not it made me results. wonder about the message of the film and whether it was good or bad, or something else entirely. It seemed pretty ambiguous to me. Just the dancing scene at the end, very much like. Well, because it's like their friend, you know, right? Yeah, it's it's like a thing that should be somber, but it shows that like the way that like okay, but alcohol can like make you feel good. Like, well, maybe I should go to Denmark. Try drinking there. Yeah, because it seems like they're a more permissive culture. That you can go, and then you'll become a school teacher too. Yeah, just be an alcoholic school teacher. You just like I saw this movie, uh, so I heard you guys drink a lot here. So <laughs> here I am. When you're for the first time, you're like taken into the office for being wasted on the job. You're just like, I don't understand. I saw the well, movie. Yeah, but the movies, the people, you're not supposed to get drunk at work in the movie. No, no. I mean, they just do it. Yeah, they got their little. They're uh, trying to be surreptitious about it. They got their little half pint vodkas in mm-hmm. their respective satchels. I did make pockets. me want to buy a breathalyzer. For Just for fun. <laughs> well just to be like let's get that number up let's new- let's see where i'm at let's you know let's see where i'm at i feel this way let's see what it's what the number is that's the new like and retweet everyone the new number you can get up that's the new uh amc the new gme let's get those next bac let's blast yeah. off baby yeah bac <laughs> invest now Nick's bac yeah. is now a publicly mm-hmm. traded company buy stock and nick's uh Alcohol level, blood levels. You got to sell before the dip. My my resting BAC is above the legal limit. So, Um, uh, Kamala Harris posted feet. uh, That so that happened. That's uh, that happened. Um, She posted feet along with you know they keep posting those. Let's see them. Those things. Okay. Let's see them. It's really intentional seeming. That's the thing. The most, the thing you see first when you look at this image is her feet. It's a picture of, it's kind of like a, a teenage girl type uh, picture post where she like I seen she it. thought a, she saw. There's a picture of her where you can see her reflection in a shiny uh, table surface, mm. and so she posted it with the words "reflecting on our first 51 days." Is, I like to be clear. She did not post feet. She that she did not post full feet. She's wearing shoes. So. Okay, yeah, I but guess, they're like stilettos. No, no, no. I'm not, it's not, it's, you need the toes, I no, guess. No, 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 it's, it's just, it's, it's not full feet, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different thing. God, uh, this is, I, I guess I shouldn't, this is me being outside my lane, really, because well, you know, feet like, are repulsive to me. You know, Janine Pirro, like the Fox News uh, host, she like has like a whole shoe cam, her whole thing is she like wears fancy heels every episode and shows them off, she loves to. I don't watch this. I just know this happens. <laughs> I just know about it. She's, I just have seen every jinx, part of right? every... I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think she was. She's like a real New York lady. We'll go through but, all of these. Well, she was a prosecutor, right? Yeah, yeah. What else? The little genius notes I got in here. Oh, I got a little uh, fun observation where I, I was thinking it's funny that uh, how all the icon- iconic early Beatles moments we think of, uh, John Lennon can't see shit. 
everything is just blurry and confusing to him because he had really bad eyesight. So, you know, you, th- you look at the Beatles and you think, that's success, I'd like to be like that. Would you like to be ashamed of your glasses? You know, have self-confidence. What about gun down in the street? Yeah, that's also uh, another reason to not want to be... He did get to John slap Lennon. his wife around, though, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, he got to live the classic man's life. So all in all, pretty round round existence. I, I, w- I was texted the other day because I was really high and I was listening to the Beatles, and I was going to be like, Dustin... The Beatles are really good. <laughs> hey, there was just a, a pretty popular tweet about that. Like yesterday, somebody was like, you ever listen to the Beatles? Sometimes you put the Beatles on or a song, Beatles song comes on and you're just like, damn. This just, but you know what song, you know what song I was listening to? What? It's a George song. Here comes the sun. No, I was listening okay. to Takes Man. Okay, cool. And I was like, this is... a really lame song to be like, the Beatles are so good. Yeah, no, too. I was listening to Takes Man, which is a, a song that I don't normally care for that much. I was listening to it, and I was like, actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. This song, if you remove all the weird libertarian shit going on in it, and oh, just yeah. listen to it as a song, it, can, it helps pretty if you tight think, too. Song. It's like a guy who was recently uh, basically lower class, who is now uh, very rich and doesn't know anything about politics, who's just mad. <laughs> that he's getting attacked. yeah he's just mad that some of his money's going away and also they were already being fucked over too because they got a really bad record deal so they didn't really make that much money compared yeah. to the fucking you know world phenomenon that they yeah. were but if you strip all that away you just listen to the sounds just the phenomenon of feeling and sound yeah and you don't noise. think about the little brats making it don't let any of the words make any coherent sense to you and just listen to the sounds it's got a great vibe yeah and uh right after you know rubber soul a nice little little album you're like oh what what are the beatles doing what's their next album going to be right out the gate it's like one two three yeah great groove beatles are cool now everybody sorry you don't have to you're not going to have to throw them away with the childish things because they are doing drugs rocket's having her bath (laughs) well she knows the shower don't work (laughs) i'm always throwing her in there Oh, that's it, right? Yep. Oh, don't leave your life uh, with a scrunched up face and the sun and all the time. You'll have, you know, the thing that about your face sticking that way. I'm sure we don't have too many little little kid listeners to this, but what are you talking about? I watch you see these people live their lives and they walk around, their face is always like this. They always got the forehead scrunches constantly. It gives me a headache. And I just want to speak to these people. Maybe they don't realize they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Think about your forehead. Think is it scrunched? Do I have a tiny little headache that I'm don't have to have because I'm just contorting my muscles at all times in my forehead? And um, that once you stop doing that, we can all uh, take on capitalism together or something. Goodbye, everyone. I'm completely lost in what you're talking about. You never scrunched up your head? Well, you have a uh, yeah. You have you don't have lines on your face. You got a really phlegmatic face. Wait, what? Are you saying that people, if yeah, that, you scrunch your face a lot, the lines stay? Yeah. yeah but haven't you seen these people Is this not like that, a, that live a constant deal? life where they're like wired on caffeine constantly and they're like live a stressful job and they always have those little scrunches in their foreheads? Yeah, that. They always, they walk around like that. But this, I'm, all I, day. I get this scrunch from trying to look awake, like from trying to look, trying to look relaxed. If I relax, the scrunches go away. Exactly. Kevin gets it. You're, I'm preaching to the choir. That's why he doesn't get it. It's like trying to tell the Beatles how to write 
uh, a, a song about a walrus. You know, they know, they get it. They, you know, do they? They, do. they wrote one. I don't know if they could do it again. They, uh, there is two mentions of walruses, and two separate songs. Oh, I saw your boy Ringo. The other, he presented the album of the year at the Grammys. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Did he look happy? He looked. Uh, he looked alive, and he, he looked relatively young for being like an old man. And uh, he said peace and love several times. Gotta love him. He had him. trouble opening the envelope, though. I'm glad he's doing well. He dyes his hair, right? Oh, for sure. It's like jet black. The funny, one of the funniest things I probably have mentioned it before on the podcast, but just the thing where he said, "No more, no more letters. Peace and love. Peace and love. No more fan mail. No more packages. Peace and love." It's <laughs> like it's exactly like that. Like it's it, it really the way he was talking. It really seems like peace of love is like a ticket him at this a ticket at this point where he does it involuntarily. He's just like peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> I've got a very important message. No more letters. No more fan mail. Peace and love. Yeah. I just imagine he's like at the gro- at the deli being like, yeah, can I have a half pound of turkey? Peace and love. Peace and love. He just can't stop himself. He could probably gets a great reaction every time. You know, it hasn't worn thin on the people. <laughs> he's like, that's him. He said it. That's our boy. There's the little ditzy one who never got into too much trouble. He will be the last Beatle. I'm positive. We'll see. No. Does he have the will to live? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. What's he doing? Is he living? Presenting at the Grammys. I don't know what else he's doing. He's living for his Microsoft Paint art. All I know is the world would be. It would be way funnier if Ringo dies last because every, when Paul dies, that is going to be like the final nail in the coffin for people of like Beatles. Like they're gone. The genius of the Beatles has disappeared into the ether. Even if Ringo's still alive. I'm gonna write another one, guys. <laughs> I've actually got a few I've been working on. No, no, no. That's why Ringo's gotta be the last. Anyone it- interested in hearing them? All right, one, two, three. <laughs> Liverpool, I left you, but you never left my heart. Beautiful. End of pod. This is a serious message to everybody watching my update right now. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to tell you, please, after the 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. So no more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, anyway, peace of love, peace of love. I left Louisiana. I had me big plans to go out and take me all over this land. To see me the world, I left my sweet girl and gave it a whirl. But now here I stand alongside the
happy the freedom should bring I see me today I know yesterday that I threw away my most precious things I see me a man who's lonely wants only to lose Buku's of blue Coming home.